0: Welcome to Confessions of a Talkaholic, where we discuss anything and everything. Tune in to your virtual friend group. Check us out on Instagram at coatpodcast. That is c.o.a.t underscore podcast. Hey baddies, it has been a big fat minute. Like, it's been months, months, and I'm, I'm sorry, I know. I don't know if anyone, like, actively even keeps up with this to, like, listen to it, I guess, um... But I think about the podcast like all the time, like, oh, I need to record, I need to record, I need to record, um, mainly because like I pay for those subscription, So if I'm like paying for it, I need to like, you know, use it. But <sighs> let me give you guys a life update first. Let me see. I think the last time recorded was like June or July, but I just want to see when the last time I recorded was. Okay, let's see. The last time I made an episode was June 9th. Um, oh man, it's been a while, but let me explain everything that happened. So this episode is honestly like a catching up um, with me and like, I guess, just my whole summer that I had and um, what life has been like so far. And I asked my friend about what I should talk about and he said maybe like, well like catching up on life stuff and then like maybe media things that I've been liking recently so on and so forth so yeah that's what we're gonna do so first since June what have I been up to so during June I don't think I talked about in the episode but I was doing summer classes from um June until like August like mid-August I was doing like early August actually Um, I was doing summer classes. So within six weeks, I took 17 units for classes and it was horrendous. Um, I learned my lesson. I will never do that again. Um, It was so hectic, like 17 units in six weeks. Normally I'll do like 16 units in 10 weeks. (sighs) It was so challenging. And I took this class, it's called, um, it's like at my school, it's stats 108, but it's like, um, statistical regression analysis. And it was so hard. Like I was convinced that I was going to fail that class. Like I really, really, really didn't think I was going to do well. And then I did super well. Like I was getting, I kid you guys not like A's on the midterms. And I was just like, there's no way, like, I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm just, I was just honestly trying anything and hoping that it would work and it worked. So I guess I knew what I was doing. I also took, like, a... I had to do an upper divs econ, so that... Also, I'm, like, li- s- sitting in my chair, feet propped up on bed, in a blanket, in a big cozy jacket. So, if you hear, like, sound of, like, the blanket or, like, my jacket or something, like, that's what that is. Um, I wonder if that'll pick up and be, like, some nice ASMR. Anyways. Yeah. Um, so that econ class that professor oh he annoyed me so much like I can't even begin to explain he was just such a jerk like okay there's professors and this is like a thing about college like there's definitely two types of professors like there's some that just honestly genuinely enjoy what they do they might be a professor and also like a researcher so they have an interest in what they teach because they use it every day in their research or they use it every day for like, you know, what they do outside of being a professor. Like I had um, this one class, um, environmental law, amazing class, kind of boring, but like amazing, amazing. I learned so much. And what made it so great was the professor, like the lectures are kind of boring, but like, I mean, it just can't be helped. Like it's law, like it's going to be kind of like, ugh, but um, she's an environmental lawyer. So like she would tell us about her cases and it would engage us because she would, you know, give us this lecture and then say how she used that in real life. You know, you'll get professors like that, that are honestly like super, super amazing. But then this guy, he is not an economist. Um, he's just an econ, um, like econ professor. But he was, like, a professor at another college, but it's, like, a a city college. So he's a professor at a city college during, like, majority of the the school year. And then for the summer, he's a um, professor at uh, UC Davis. And he was just, like, speaking so low about his community college students He'd be like, well, since this is like uh, a university, since this is UC Davis, like I can do things that I can't do with the regular um, other colleges. Like this would take me three weeks to explain where it would take you guys like 30 minutes to explain and kind of just like making them seem like, I don't want to say, but kind of like not dumb, but like making them seem like less capable than us, which I was like, I'm sorry, like people are still struggling in this class, like regardless Of what school they go to. Like the school you go to doesn't define how smart you are. Like just because someone's at a university doesn't mean that like one of their choices was uh, like a city college. Like and some people do city college just because like they have to work and they can't keep up with like university demands. Or like it's just a better affordable option. Like I don't know the college that you're at has no I guess like in my opinion has no like criteria or like I guess doesn't say anything about how smart you are like you're going to school you're pursuing a higher education at the end of the day we're gonna get the same degree like I will probably have the same degree as someone who like started off as a community college like I didn't do community college as you guys remember my whole like thing with that because like there was no classes that I could have taken and it would have set me back on the path that I wanted to be on but it would taken me longer anyways yeah so that was like annoying so that was in my summer classes and I was like so drained. It was, it was terrible. I was like, and I was still working two jobs at the same time. I was exhausted. I was tired. I was waking up early, going to sleep late. It was a terrible time, but second half of the summer. So like early August until late September, that was my summer. I went home and, oh, I actually quit Starbucks. I'm no longer a Starbucks employee. I was working there forever. And I can do a whole episode on how toxic Starbucks is. I don't know if I would get, like, I don't know, sued or something for it. So maybe I won't because I'm, I don't want to do that. But I quit Starbucks. Reason why I quit Starbucks, um, it just wasn't a good work environment anymore like management was just terrible like I felt like I was just being picked on um it just felt everything was just very like personal like when it when it shouldn't have been like this I feel like you and your manager should have a business relationship you shouldn't try to be personal with your with your employees you should be personal with them if you want to be nice but if you're going to be mean don't get personal with me like I'd rather you just be my boss so that was kind of annoying um, but I quit Starbucks and my second job that I was working at, um, is now my only job because I got a promotion. I have been promoted. I basically with the promotion, the, the time that I would have spent like working both jobs. Now I just spend that time working one job cause I had enough hours at my one job now. And it's like a slight decrease in pay but if I'm working more it makes up for it and I actually love my job I love my job to this day love 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 my job it gets stressful at times at times it can be boring but I love it and I'm gonna get more into work um in a bit but yeah so then I went home for the summer and I was free from Starbucks and the only thing I had to do was like just work remotely Um, because my manager was like, Oh, like, you know, if you still want hours and and such, like you just work remote, just work from home. Um, you know, as long as you have everything on your laptop, which I did. So yeah, I just got to work from home. It was nice. I didn't have to kind of like, I guess, worry about physically going into work since I was able to work from home. So I was able to really enjoy that second half of my summer. So the first thing that happened was an AT's fan sign was announced. There, and oh, oh, mind you, before I so in like June, before I had even went back home for summer, um, AT's announced a Latin American like part of their tour. And they're gonna go to Mexico, and my friend Karima and I, we were like, "Oh, we have to go! Like, at's in the motherland! Like, we have to go!" Um, and I already had talked about my past at's concerts, but yeah, and we we're like, "No, we're going!" <gasps> oh my gosh, there's something else that happened before that. Oh, I'll, I'll circle back to this. Oh my gosh, so much happened since that's recorded. But anyways, so and then um, we had bought these like tickets to. Um, the concert in Mexico and all summer I was dealing with like getting my passport renewed it was like the most stressful experience of my life and it was so expensive but yeah I got it in time I got it in time I was so worried I was not going to get my my passport in time for Mexico because the Mexico concert was um was like late August and I had barely applied for my passport in like mid-June yeah, so June, July, I had the, basically had like two months to get my passport, and there was like, yeah, I had to pay for like expedited, and it was so expensive, but hey, but hey, I got my passport now, I can go anywhere in the world, and I'll be fine, I have a passport now. <laughs> but before I get into that, uh, one thing that did happen in the summer before I left back home, um, I had a fan called Jongho. And I've I'm sure I've talked about Jong ho on here, but Jong ho is the love of my life. If you know me, you know Jong ho. Like that's just that's that. Like Jongho, Ho, he is a member of ATs, he's the main vocalist, and in my opinion, definitely a main dancer because he is so good. But anyways, Jong ho is love of my life. Like everyone, everyone, everyone knows. That's my man. My man, my man, my man. I have all his photo cards, his merch, everything. Jongho. ho. I have pictures of him all over my walls, like Everyone knows that's my man. Like, is mine. Anyways, I applied for a fan call. And I had a fan call with Ho. Like, I met Jongho. Um, also, if you hear slamming, I don't know why. But, like, our door it does this thing where it, like, shakes. I don't understand. And it's really creepy. You hear that? Yeah, there. It's so creepy. But anyways, so I had a call with Ho and... I just, I don't know, I got to tell him how much I love to him, I, I just got to tell him like how much he means to me, you know, how like I'm a really big fan, um, how I'll be seeing him in Mexico, and then I taught him some Spanish for Mexico, and it was so cute, and then he asked me what my favorite songs were, um, and then he sang them to me, he sang to me, I love him, I love him, love him, love him, love him, love him love my Ho. So, yeah, that was, that was that. I met home. Oh ah, I'm still thinking about it. It's so crazy. But anyway, so then uh, a fan sign was announced. And there was two fan sign dates. One was, like, a little bit before we left from Mexico. And one was, like, I think the day after we left from Mexico. So we would have already been in Mexico by the time that it happened. So we were, like, um so min karime we're like dude we're applying because if you're a k-pop fan or like an 80s fan too um i mean like a k-pop fan you know like there's literally zero to no in-person fan sign oh in-person fan sign by the way in person in la like zero to no in-person fan signs in the u.s like ever like it's mainly a thing that they either do in korea or japan like it's just not something that they do here um, mainly because, like, when they're promoting, like, they, OVs, like, don't promote in the U.S. Like, they promote, um, they, like, promote more so in Korea Japan, or Japan. Depending on, like, if it's a Japanese album, Korean album. Besides the point. But, yeah, if you're a K-pop stan, you know. If you want a fan sign, like, it's, it's kind of impossible. Um, like, an in-person one. So, yeah, so me and Karima were like, you know what, dude, what the heck, we're going to apply because, you know, worst things worse, we lose a bunch of money. Um, we're stuck with all these albums, but best thing that happens is that we meet Eighties, Like, if, you know, I was at that point, like, willing to risk enough, like, just to meet them because it, it's such a once in a lifetime thing to meet all of them and like if you were to try to meet all of them on like a fan call that would be major expensive and a fan call is different from meeting them in person like after I've met ho on my fan call versus meeting him in person like I'm I'm cool I'm so beyond blessed and grateful that I had my call with him but if I if I really wanted to meet him again I would put in the energy and the time and the money to do an in-person fan sign to meet him like in person like I've experienced a fan call amazing now like the in-person is just completely different so anyways we are like super nervous we're like you know what dude what the heck let's just apply we apply to this fan sign and we're like both of us were like nervous like dude if we don't get in like so much money like that's crazy and then we were just like oh my gosh oh my gosh but then we're also like manifesting we're like no we won we won like we're meeting 80s like we're meeting 80s like oh my gosh we're gonna wear, like you know we're like no we won we won we won announcements come out and i'm like hanging out with my friend cam and we're just chilling and we're like waiting because i had told her like oh my gosh we're meeting 80s and then she well, oh, i had applying to meet 80s and she was like with me and we're like waiting like literally counting down to this time and then the email came in and I won. Like, I'm I, i I'm reliving the memory right now, and I'm smiling so hard just thinking about it. Like, that feeling of getting that email of congratulations, like, you won the fan sign. Like, I was floored. Like, I don't think I have ever, like, there's few moments in my life where I feel like I've experienced just such a tremendous amount of joy that it overwhelms me, and I can literally name them. I can count them on one hand. Times like that I felt. One of them being that I won the fan call Jongho and then the other one being that I won this fan sign. Like I was going to be ATs. Like ATs. If you know me like you know I'm a ride or die for ATs. Like I've been a fan for four years now. I'm literally like I've been to so many other concerts. I'm so invested. I have albums the merch the photo cards like I love ATs. they're all I talk about I only watch their videos I only listen to them like if you know me if you know me you know that I'm about my ATs. like yeah but yeah so that was just winning was oh my gosh it was it was incredible it was insane so leading up to it, I had got my hair done, I got my nails done, I bought an outfit, like I was set to go and oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote down things that I talked about with them, so I'll kind of like just go down that list of things that I talked about with them, um, just real quick because I, in my heart, want to write a whole, write a whole, give a and make a whole episode on like everything that happened. But I do not have the time and I will not actually do it. I know that I won't. So I'm just going to give you guys a quick run by run of everything that happened during the fan sign. So this is the notes that I wrote after. I don't, they might be messy, but I'm just going to read them out. Uh, Songhua, I told him that he was pretty and that he looked so good because you guys, this man is like absolutely gorgeous. Seeing A T S on camera, on screen, in concert is completely different from seeing them up close and personal like seeing them so up close like they're gorgeous they're beautiful like I can't even begin to describe how handsome and good looking they are like I vividly remember exactly what they look like like I made sure I like really got a good look at what they looked like because who knows I'm going to be able to you know be that close again and it was insane like they were absolutely gorgeous they were the most stunning beautifully like hand-crafted men i've ever seen in my entire life but Songwa, like his body frame he's very like slender like he's very slim like i wouldn't say he's like like skinny like really really skinny or like scrawny or anything but like his body's just really like He's fit. He's nice and like slender put together. But Anyways, yeah. So I was just like, wow, like you're so pretty. So that was insane. And then I said that he liked his rings because um, he had some really nice rings on. And he was like, oh, he was like, you're wearing rings too. And then he like wanted to look at my nails because my nails were gorgeous. If he had seen my nails, you know how gorgeous they were. And he was looking at them like with intense detail and he was like telling me how beautiful they were. So that was insane. And then he said that he loved my necklaces because I have like two necklaces but three three charms so two charms on one necklace and one charm on another and they're like really gold and nice so like my mediah um but anyways one of them has like my name engraved in it from when juni like drew it out for me um so it's like has my name it's really cute and he said he really loved my necklaces and he got close enough to see that my name was written he was like oh like it says dana like that's so pretty and then okay I really wanted to talk to someone about perfume because he's really, really interested in perfume and he always like talks about it and he really likes YSL and so do I. And I was like, Oh, I know you really like YSL perfume. I was like, you should try this one. It's like the YSL Libre. Cause that's the one that Darian put me on. I'll give her, her credit. Darian put me on. I'll give her her credit. It smells so good. Um, it's like my favorite perfume that I've ever, ever, ever got anyways. And then, um, I was like, Oh, like I'm wearing it right now. And he's like, Oh, it's like, i was like oh do you, want, do you want to smell it so he like smells my perfume and he's like wow like that's that's super nice and then um he was like oh like smell my perfume and then he, i smelled his perfume and like previous to that he had said that he's been like really liking black opium so i was like i smelled it and i was like oh this is black opium and then we we're just like talking about perfume and stuff it was so it was so nice and then um i told him that i would see him in mexico and that um, he's like such an amazing performer and I love to see him in concert so yeah next was Young. I told him how much I loved his style because Young's style is I is probably my one of my favorites um, from ET's because it's very similar to like my style I guess and like how I like to dress but yeah so and then I told him I was gonna see him in Mexico and then he started like speaking in Spanish and I was like oh my gosh he's literally fluent and then he was just, like, speaking Spanish to me. was so cute. And then he also told me that he loved my necklaces. Like, that is chef's kiss. And then he said that he was excited to see me in Mexico. And it was his first time going there. So he was me how excited he is. to like, go there and eat the food. Um, yeah. And then he asked me what my favorite songs were. And I told him, like, fireworks and the letter. Even though I know, like, they weren't going to perform fireworks or the letter. He was like, oh, he's like, I'm so glad. You know, I like the songs, too. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah and um he like wears these really big like balenciaga crocs that like everyone and i mean like everyone make in 80s not i don't know if in 80s they make fun of them but on twitter everyone's always like these shoes are so big like always saying all stuff and then he was like why do you guys always talk about my shoes i like them but anyways i was like also i love the the crocs i was like i love your crocs and they're so cute and he like laughed really hard at that and i was like oh god i'm there Okay, now for San. This is crazy. Like, this is actually crazy because San is such a flirt. He's such, such, such a flirt. Like, if you ever meet this man, he's the first thing he's gonna do is like compliment you, and the last thing he's gonna do is telling you how much he loves you and how beautiful he thinks you are. Point blank, period. That's what's gonna happen. But, anyways, um,. he said that I looked really cute. He was like, oh, he looks so cute as soon as I saw him. But I had, like, a Jongho banner. And he was like, oh, but you have a Jongho banner. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, oh, I just love Jongho. I was like, but you're my second bias. Like, I just, I'm sorry, I love Jongho. And he was like, oh, no, it's okay. Like, I get it. Like, was really cute. Like, you know, we were just talking about Jongho. And I was like, oh, that's so cute. And then he just kept saying how cute I was. Like, I kid you not, I couldn't even get a word in. Because he was like... You're so cute. You're so cute. You're so cute. And guys, I wish I was lying right now. I wish I was lying. I wish I was delusional and lying to myself. No. 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 I'm not. This is real. And it really happened. And he was like, You're so cute. You're so cute. You're so cute. And I was like, Oh my gosh, thank you. Like, I'm literally blushing so hard. But, anyways, he also read my necklaces and he said that my necklaces were really cute. And then um, he was like, oh, but I want to see my name on your necklace. He's like, oh, you should get my name on your necklace. And I was like, gagged like, sir, if you don't if you don't stop this right now, like I will fall in love. Like I am. I'm sick in the head. I'm insane. I'm going to fall in love. Like I made a whole episode on how delusional I am. So you guys know that you guys know that. Anyways, so, if if you guys keep up with AT's at all, basically, um, like, sorry, I, like, lost my train of thought. Um, San does this thing where he's, like, Yo-San is mine, no one can have him, that's, that's mine, he's my man, whatever, right? And I've heard him, like, other fan sign things, too, um, of, like, people, like, asking him about, like, other members, um and he's like, No, they're all mine. And I was like, you know what, let me just let me test my luck here. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, like, you know, is it okay if Jong ho is mine? Like can I have Jong ho? And he was like, No. He was like he was like, You can't have Jong ho because like you're mine, you're my bias. So he was claiming me. Ooh. And that's not even that's not even the craziest part. So in all this, he's like, Yeah, you're my bias, you're my favorite, like you're mine, like, no, you can't have drunk hole because you're mine, blah blah, blah blah blah. And then he goes, and I've never heard him say this to anyone. He goes, You're my cupcake. Excuse me? I'm your what? Your your what, sir? Your cupcake? Oh yeah so he's he's in love with me um you guys are all invited to the wedding um yeah yeah he's basically told me basically confessed his love for me <sighs> so yeah i was like crazy he said you're my cupcake you're my cupcake let me say that one more time you're my cupcake yeah 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 that was actually insane and I, like, nearly fell out of my chair. I was, like, blushing so hard. And later on in, like, an 80s interview from that same day that got posted a couple weeks ago, he, like, called... I forgot who it was, but he called someone his cupcake, but another 80s member. I was like, oh, okay, so he was just using that that day. But prior to that, he had never called anyone his cupcake. Like, yeah. So, and then, um yeah that was that that was son oh and then karime bless her soul she like took pictures after um after i'm keeping losing my train of thought she took pictures of like the video while the video was going so yeah i have pictures of it too. and in the pictures uh when son was saying like oh bye i love you jong-ho was giving him the side eye and then looked at me after so like that was insane i'm like jong-ho don't worry i'm still yours but yeah and then next was jong-ho so first he told me that he had seen my banner when he like walked in he's like oh yeah i saw you like you know with your banner and i was like oh like i actually met you a couple weeks ago on a fan call and he was like oh really. And I didn't expect him to remember because like, you know, he meets so many people. Like there's there's no way and, you know, it it's just it, he's not going to remember me like, you know. But but I'm the love of his life. Everyone remember that. I'm the love of his life. Because I was like, "Oh yeah, they get fan call like you sang to me." And he was like, "Oh, like I sang fireworks." And I was like, "Oh!" Cuz he remembered slightly. It's okay if he didn't, but yeah. And then I was just, like, showering him in compliments. Because one thing about me, I'm a to shower Jonghong in compliments. Like, because he just, he deserves it. Like, I don't know if he doesn't hear it enough, but he's going to hear it from me. And that's for sure. And he always wears, like, this brand called Celine. And he was wearing it. And I was like, oh, like, you're wearing Celine. I was like, you literally should be an ambassador. Like, um, like, you just, you look so good in it. And he, like, you know, like. You like kind of pick up your sweater a bit to like adjust it and he was like doing a little shimmy with his shoulders. It was so cute. And then I told him that he needs to post, you know, like more dance videos or like more TikTok covers or something because he's such a good dancer. And I was like, Timmy, you're a your main dancer. And he laughed and he was like, I know. And it was so adorable. Like I was just showering him with compliments because that's that's my man. And I don't know, we were just talking i don't remember i don't have anything else written down but i remember we were talking about something and i can't remember but i was so in love and he was just looking at me so lovingly and he didn't break eye contact but yeah and okay next was you know and i did this like really cute like little wink thing with him so i was like oh like cover both of your eyes and he covered both his eyes and he closed his eyes and i was like now open one it's so, like one eyes open and i was like wink and then he was, like, oh, he was so embarrassed. It was so cute. He, like, covered his face and he got all shy. Um, but, yeah, that's so cute. And he was, like, did this thing. He's, like, okay, my turn. And he, like, put his hands out. And then, like, basically, I can't verbally describe it. But, like, it ended up being, like, a flower pose. And then he was, like, you're my flower. And I was, like, Aah. this man is so cute. He's going to be the death of me. Uh, and he okay next he has like super like really huge hands and I was like can I please just compare hand sizes with you like your hands are so beyond beautiful so I compared hand sizes with him and then after he like put a heart on his hand like when I was looking at his hand I was like he is like the most boyfriend material man I've ever met but yeah I said I wasn't gonna do an episode on this whole experience and here I am giving you guys the whole experience but that's okay because you can skip if you don't want to hear. I won't be offended. I know I sound crazy. And then I told him like how handsome he is also, because he's just so, he's so good looking guys, that man, that's a man right there. And then I told him I'd be seeing him in Mexico. And, um, yeah. And he was like telling me, he told me how excited he was about that. And, um, he's like a, a main dancer too. He's such a great dancer. And I was, telling him, I was like, yeah, like, I've seen you guys five times in concert, like, and every time, like, it's just always so much better, like, like, your performance is crazy, I, was, I just love to see, like, you know, dance, and I was just kind of like, I don't know, I just did a little dance, I was like, and then he, like, copied my dance, and he was like, oh, yeah, I like, my dance, he's like, I, I love to dance, you know, he's like, I love to perform, I'm talking about all that, um, and yeah, ah. Uh, and then he told me he really liked like my rings and my nails and, and everything. I thought that was really beautiful. And the next was Yosang. Now, when I tell you guys, Yosang is the most beautiful man I've ever seen in my entire life. That man is so gorgeous. Everything about him is perfect. Like his face just flows so well. And he has like really nice cheekbones. Such a nice smile. His nose is perfect and round. His eyes are just so wide and, like, sparkly. Like, his skin is just beautiful. Like, that man is just... (sighs) He was handcrafted by God. Like, he was just meant to be so beautiful. Like, he just has a face that you can't not love. Yeah so um I was like oh like because it it was in LA and I was like oh like you know um how's LA treating you so far like how do you like it and he was like oh my gosh I love it like every time we come the weather's so amazing and it was great weather that weekend that they were there and he was like the weather's so amazing like every the food's really good like everything's been super amazing like super great and I was like oh I'm gonna see you in Mexico and he was like oh it's so exciting And then he was like, um, he's like, oh, like, how's the weather in Mexico? And I was like, oh, like, it's kind of rainy. Um, And he was like, um, I was like, oh, it's just like kind of rainy and gloomy right now. And he was like, oh, no, it's okay. Like, um," he was like, I like the rain. Like, I I don't mind when it's like when there's no sun. And I was like, oh, because you are the sunshine. Ah, I know, corny, but it was cute. And um, he recently had came out with a cover and i was like oh well honestly like your, or like i was like your song would go so well with um like the rainy weather and i was like i really loved your song like you know you did such a good job and he was like oh thank you so much like i really appreciate it like i put in a lot of um you know work for for 18e um and you know, i was telling him how talented he was and so your song's thing it's so funny so he's like i'm a doberman i'm a doberman to the core but the fans are like, no, 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 sir. You're a Maltese. You give Maltese vibes. And this man, he's so cute. He wants to be Doberman. And yes, he gives Maltese vibes, but I'm going to give the man what he wants. So I was like, Oh, like I asked him I was like, okay, are you a Doberman or a Maltese? And he was like, Doberman. I was like, he was like, what do you think? And I was like, yeah, Doberman. And he like gave me a fist pump. It was so, so cute. Um, but yeah. And he like, he smiled so wide. It was so adorable. And then he told me he was excited to see me in Mexico. And then, um, yeah, we just talked about, like, his hair. Because he had a really, really cute, like, hairstyle at the time. It was, like, green with black streaks. It was so cool. It wasn't streaks. It was, like, I don't know. It was really cool. Um, anyways, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, And we were just talking about, like, hair and things like that. But, yeah. Next was Mingy. Mingy is, like, I feel like he's he's a my like a friend like talking to him felt like talking to a friend it was really nice um but we talked about like different accessories because he really really accessorizes he had like a lot of necklaces a lot of rings a lot of bracelets and um and how we both like to wear like you know um bracelets necklaces rings like all that and he said that like the members will tell him like oh like it's too much and I was like, no, no, like, it's not even enough. Like, it's so cool. And he goes, this is Mingi. Like, with all his things, I thought he was so cute. And then he was, like, looking at all of my rings and necklaces and, like, my piercings and, and my nails. And he said that I was cool because, like, I had all my accessories and nails. And then he told me that he really liked them. Um, he said they were, like, really cool and pretty. And I was like, oh, my god. I was, like, blushing. And I was like, me and you. And he was like, me and you were great like he's ever great we're great together um because that is karima's man Mingi is just my great friend my great friend so then i told him i'd be seeing him in mexico i told i wanted to tell all them i was gonna see him in mexico just so they could see my know my commitment but um and he asked if um like i could teach him some spanish so i was teaching him like theamo like te quiero, te extraño, like, you know, just little loving things, um, and even when I was, like, like, teaching him, even though my time was up, and I was, like, getting out of my seat, because I didn't want to, like, you know, be disrespectful, and, like, take up more time than, like, I was allowed to, he was, like, looking at me, still trying to say, like, te amo, te amo, te amo, so he was just telling me, like, because he was like demo like demo but it was so cute and then he was like demo he kept on saying it until he got it right and literally until i was in the next seat it was so cute and last but definitely least was hong and i don't know why but i was so so nervous for hong like he just has such a, a presence to him like i don't know why i just felt so nervous um but i told him i was nervous um because it was my first time meeting them And he was, like, oh, like, is it, like, your first time, you know, like, coming to a fan sign? And I was, like, yeah, like, it's my first time. He's like, oh, like, I'm so excited, you know, to, like, meet New 18 Like, I'm excited. Um, And he was, like, oh, like, how was it? Like, how was meeting the other members? And I was, like, it was the best experience of my life. And, like, I'm probably going to cry later. And he, like, laughed. But I was, like, but I thought it was so heartwarming that he asked me what it was like to meet everyone. Like, I just think he's really selfless like that. But, yeah. And I was like still really nervous, and he was like, "It's okay." He was like, "Just think about it." He's like, "What's what's something that you've always wanted to tell me?" Um, and I said that like, I was just so excited to meet eighties because like, you know, like I'm a student and I work and like you know after a really long hard day like i just want to come home and watch 80s videos i just want to come home and listen to 80s i just want to come home and watch my 80s concert videos like i just i come to 80s when i when i have a hard time to make myself feel better and he was like oh he's like i'm really glad that you know we could be there for you we could do that for you like it was just so so heartwarming like really really heartwarming and then i told him also that i had seen him concerts my time before That'd be seeing them in Mexico. And he said he was really excited um, to go because it was their first time. And they have a song called Thanks. And it only has one Spanish word. It literally says gracias. But it's for it's for mi gente Latino. It's for us. Because they say gracias. But anyway, so um he was like, Oh, we we added like, you know, thanks to the set list because we thought it'd be you know cool to bring that to Latin American countries because that's Spanish. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so much fun. I was telling him how excited I was. Um, he was like, yeah, we we're not going to go to um, Latin America without it. And he was like, I did it for you. And I was like, ah! I was like, don't tell me that I'm literally going to crush and fall on the floor. But, yeah. Wait, sorry, Give a second. Okay, sorry. Anyways, so, and then I was like, wow, that was, and then after me and Karima, we went out to eat, and it was just the most amazing experience of my life, um, I'll never forget it, I'll always treasure it, if I never get to meet ats again, that's okay, I'll have this moment for myself, and it was just, and the fact that I got to do it with Karima, it meant so much more, that we were able to do it together, so, yeah, it was, it was amazing, it was absolutely amazing. So, yeah. And then next. The next thing that happened was eighties in Mexico. So, me and Karima, we had bought these tickets. So, we were going to drive to Mexicali because she has a house in Mexicali. So, we are just going to stay there for a night and then fly from the airport in Mexicali to Ciudad de Mexico. Um and it was cheaper that way um it was a lot more tiring but it was it was it was really really fun like we had really good food um we were on the road together we were just like getting pumped together like it was just so nice to do with each other you know sorry let me adjust myself in my seat i'm gonna put this down so i can do a little hands-free moment okay so anyways we get to my it's pouring rain we're tired we're hungry we eat we nap and then we go to the airport like the same day because um, we have a flight we land in that de mexico and we're like tired exhausted i'm about to have chorro like it is i'm um, sick to my stomach it's bad but i'm like no we, we gotta do this we gotta do this and we knew that people had been camping out earlier, so we knew that we had to like camp out too. So we went by. Well, we stayed with her family. Her family's so nice. So let's stay with them. We um we went by the line, and the people there were super super nice. Um, we were like, yeah, we just flew in. Um, you know, really tired. Like, so we're just gonna come back in a bit, and then you know, like, we'll set up a camp. And they were like, oh, like, you guys, like, we'll put your name down. You guys can go home, sleep, you know, eat, come back, you know, early tomorrow morning. And, you know, you'll still have your spot. So that was super, super nice of them. And we camped out for, like, two days. Two, two, three days, two nights. Um, Me and Karima in a tent, entertaining ourselves. It was, like one of the hardest things ever but we knew it was worth it because we really wanted barricade like we wanted that bridge between like main stage and catwalk and we were gonna get it we were gonna get it and we did we did get the spot but anyways there was like drama with like different people like in different lines and this whole thing and drama with like international fans international being like people from the u.s and we had seen, like, um, we had seen, like, the sasangs, we had seen, like, the fan sites. Also, there's so much tea we got on fan sites, but I think I might save that for another episode about, like, behind-the-scenes craziness of K-pop, because I know what goes on. And I need to share it with you guys, because it's actually kind of insane. But I'm gonna save that story. Basically, it was raining, There's thunder... But we survived. We went home every day to shower because we're not stinky. There was a bathroom nearby. We ordered food. We literally lived off of oxo, and it was awesome. Like even though it was crazy, like I like I said, everything that I did, I'm I'm really glad I did. It with Karime, that we had that moment together. Um, really great memories, and then the concert was so good. It was so 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 good. We were like, literally exactly in the spot we wanted to be people were pushing like crazy it was terrible but i didn't care i didn't care i didn't care i was seeing AT's, and i was so so happy so anyway um yeah the concert seeing them perform up close like that like it's unbelievable absolutely unbelievable but then yeah so that was the the concert I can go into way more details about, but we're we're just not going to. I don't have the energy. But trust me when I say it was one of the best concerts ever. It was absolutely amazing. Um, sorry, give me one second. Okay, sorry. I know I could pause and, like, redo this, but I like just doing one take. And that was a little, you know, ear break for you guys. So then, anyways, I, um, yeah, that was a concert. It was awesome. I got back, um, and then I had Junie concert beginning of September. And y'all know I love Junie. Okay, I have, like, two main artists, like, Eighties and then Junie. So y'all know. Don't be surprised. I love Juni. Juni's my man. Like, that's... When I say my man, my man, my man, I'm talking about Juni. I know I have Jongho. is also my man, my man, my man. But Juni's like my little solo artist bae. Um, and y'all know I've met this man a handful of times. I literally went to Texas to see him. I, once again, have the merch, the albums, the PCs. I have so many signed things by him. But yeah. So anyways, when I met him he was like, oh my gosh, hey, I remember you. And I was like, ah, shot in the heart, my man. So yeah, that was really nice. He remembered me. So I was like, that's my pookie. That's my poosky bear. That's my little man. But yeah, anyways. Oh, oh no, I'm thinking about it. Oh, I love him so much. So then, um, anyways. Oh, I've talked about him on my delusional episode. So... (laughs) And then, um, we were, yeah, yeah, we were just talking and it was really nice. And then, um, we could bring like one item to get signed and I like, I, okay, this might, I hope this doesn't sound braggy, but this is just what it is. I have a signed album, like written out to me, signed. I have a regular signed album, just signed. I have a signed phone case. I have a signed Polaroid and a signed hoodie. I think something else, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Like, what else could I possibly need? You know, I literally have everything. So what I did is I made this like, you know, those like when you're a kid, and you do those like all about me things, but it was like all about Junie. So um, it was so cute. I did like, um, oh, like, you know, draw a picture, like sign here. And I told him, oh, I want to put a little of so like memories together, like our, our pictures together. And I was, um, and I was like, oh, like, uh, put a section that was like, um, you know, leave a message for me. And I was like, oh, I'm going into my last year of college. Um, do you have like any advice for me or just, you know, any words of encouragement? And he wrote, um, let me actually read it. I can't remember exactly word for word and I want to get it right. Pulling it up. He wrote, and I quote, good luck on everything you do and go kill it. And then, you know how you put, like, a little dash in, like, your name or something? He put J. We're personal. That's J to me. That's, that's J. And I put, like, a little photo card, and he, like, signed my photo card, too. Like, he was just such a sweetheart. And there was also drama at the concert. But when I do this whole little background thing, then then we'll get to that. But, yeah, anyways. <gasps> crazy times crazy times but yeah anyways and then after the concert um i see him so he's like leaving the stage right and then i was like okay you know time to go and then i see like a big crowd like swarm over to him because like the ex- the exit was the same for everyone and then i was like oh my gosh why are these people crowding him like what the heck and i was like i'm not gonna be that girl like i paid to see him this is overtime for him like you know just let the man breathe let the man get out but i couldn't get out because everyone was walking the main entrance because they were trying to get to him but then i see like people kind of going near the barricade mind you i was still on barricade and i see them like coming like hit them i'm talking about juni and his dj dj minjol um coming down like the the walkway like taking pictures of people and i was like oh that's what we're doing here And then Minjong, his DJ, she comes up to me and she's like, oh, hey, long time no see. Ah! Because she remembers me from the past concerts. Ah! She's so cool. Like, she's really, really cool. She's super nice, super slay. And she's just always has good sets, always good time. I love DJ Minjong. So, and then... um yeah and then he comes down and then we take a picture too and oh it's amazing it's beautiful it's probably our best picture that we have um we look so cute together but yeah my man um yeah so that was my summer basically that was like the highlights very condensed um, ooh, I'm coming up on an hour here. Okay, I'll probably end like an hour and 15 or like an hour and ten. I don't wanna over overdo it too much, but besides the point, and also I still need to eat dinner and I want to watch TV. No, I should work on my essay not watch TV. Okay, anyways, so then the school year starts and um, I don't know if you guys know, but I moved out so I'm not oh and also in the midst of the crazy summer that I had, I moved out too. I moved to a different apartment with, like, different roommates, so now I'm living in a new place, um, new roommates, it's been really fun so far, having a good time, Um, and yeah, school's been hectic, school's been busy, but, you know, it's my last year, I'm graduating this year, and yeah, like, I'm really excited, it's really hard work, like, you know, my job is busy, Um, you guys know I'm busy, but, like, it's really hard, but... And there's times where I'm just like really want to give up and quit, but hey, um, you gotta keep going. You gotta keep pushing. If you don't do it, no one else is gonna do it for you. You know, I really want I want my bachelor's. Um, you know, I want my education, and I'm gonna work hard for it. Graduating early is not easy. It's not for the weak, but I'm gonna do it, and I'm gonna do it well, and I'm gonna finish off strong. But yeah. So that was kind of just my catching up of what's been happening. So if you could tell, I literally had like no time to just like really sit down. And I mean, I probably did have time somewhere, but it's just when you get so busy, it's really hard. And y'all saw the type of summer I had. It was crazy. It was hectic. It was amazing. So, yeah. Now, where I'm at now, um, I've been really stressed feel like i've been really anxious i feel like i haven't really been like and i don't want this to sound like i don't know like super depressing or anything but i mean it's the truth and and i like being honest i've been like you know really down because i've been just so stressed and so like work 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 and like school 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 like it's just oh so much at once so naturally like it's going to take a toll on you and the only reason why i sound Happies because I was literally talking about 80s and Juni like duh how could I be sad over that but you know it's hard and uh, my best wishes go out to any student at all and especially especially students that are working at the same time because it's one thing to just be in school and do classes but it's a whole other thing to you know be in school and be working Because I understand, like, I'm in that same boat of, like, if I don't work, I can't pay my bills. Like, if I can't pay my bills, I have nowhere to live. So, yeah, like, honestly, everyone that's working so hard right now in school and work, like, I commend you. Because I am in the same boat as you, and it's so hard. Like, when people ask me, like, how I do it, honestly, like, I don't know how. I really don't. Like, there's weeks where I like, 25, like, 30-hour work weeks plus, like, my, my 16 units that I'm taking. And, like, my classes are intense. My classes are, no, 17 units. 17 units. No, 18 units. I'm not such a liar. But, you know, like, my classes are hard. They require so much. But, like, I do it full because I have to. But what motivates me is just, like, Like I said, if I'm if I don't do it, who else will? No one's gonna do my work for me. I have to do it. And as much as I would wanna just sleep in and chill and take my time to get ready throughout the day, I can't. I gotta wake up early, I gotta go to work, right after work, I gotta go to class, right after class. I gotta go home and study, cook, eat, watch an AC's video and go to sleep. Like it's so hard but it's it's rewarding at the same time. But it is really hard. It's super hard. But but yeah. I'm pushing through. I'm working hard. I'm trying my best. Um, You know. And I'm just seeing where it gets me. So I guess that's where I'm at like mentally. I'm very overworked. There's days where I just feel like so drained and exhausted. But I really have to just keep working hard. Um, Because I know the hard work will pay off. It has in the past. And it will now. Uh, yeah, so as for things that I've been into, oh my gosh, how could I forget? I just started Teen Wolf. I've never watched Teen Wolf in my life, and I'm watching it now, and guys, I'm hooked. I'm like, it's so embarrassing how hooked I am. Like, I love Teen Wolf. Like, I just can't get enough of it. I think it's so awesome. Like, it's so, it's so dumb, but I love it so bad. <laughs> but yeah, that's one thing I'm really into. Um, As for, oh... Okay, well, I've been, there's this group, K-pop group called Unite. I've been listening to them since, like, February. So, I've been listening to them for a bit now. But, like, and I I knew the members and things like that. But I wasn't, like, invested, invested, you know? Like, I wasn't actively watching their content. Like, actively keeping up with them on social media. Like, I was just, Yeah. Oh man, sorry, I I was just invested. Um, recently just got super like into them, especially they had to come back. Um But yeah, I've been really, really into them these days. Um and believe it or not, guys, I won a fan call with my bias in the group twice. Actually three times now, but the third one hasn't happened yet. The third wasn't isn't it isn't until like two weeks, two or three weeks. Um, but I've met him twice, his name's Day, and that's literally my boyfriend. Um, I know I call everyone my boyfriend, but that's okay, because they're all my boyfriend. But, basically, um, if you're into K-pop, you'll know, but there's this thing called, like, From, or formerly known R.I.P. to the Queen universe, or Bubble, and it's just, like, a messaging thing. Like, I don't know how to really describe it. I do know how to describe it, but I'm not going to. Basically very very quickly. It's just like a messaging with like K-pop idols, but you like d- they send like a mass text to everyone that's subscribed and you can individually answer and they just see everyone's responses. You don't see anyone else's responses by yourself, but yeah. So I have his from the app called from and I don't know, like I, he had answered some of my questions before, like responded to things that I said. Um, and I was like oh this is kind of crazy but I didn't think he would like remember me from that but when he was like oh like what's your name on the fan call I was like oh I'm Dana and he was like oh um are you where am I from I've seen you before like oh, he knew me so that was crazy that was like the craziest thing that happened in the first call um during the second call he was like Dana and I was like oh he remembers me dead on site um so yeah that was really cute um and then I had made him a playlist and then he like sang to me one of the songs that I put on the playlist and yeah there's more to talk about but I'm getting tired and I don't have the energy but if you text me I will give you the full details on what happened but yeah so and then yeah that was recently um I haven't been watching any K-dramas. I feel like I'm in like a little K-drama drought. Do you have any recs? Let me know. I want to watch more. I just don't have the time to like invest in it because like like when I'm watching Team Wolf, I can look away because like it's in English and I can understand it. But if I'm watching like a K-drama, like I have to actually watch because like I'm not going to understand um otherwise without subtitles. And yeah. That episodes are really long, so I really have to be invested, and I don't have the time to invest in it. So during winter break, for sure. Um, yeah, but that's that's me right now. That's where I'm at. Um, yeah, I hope within maybe the next episode or two, I'll have a guest. I don't know who yet, um, but I really want to bring someone on here. I think it's so much fun to do a podcast with someone. I I don't know. It's a really great experience. I love doing it um but yeah that's been that's been my life recently and over the summer I hope you guys I actually might be able to finish at one hour I hope you guys are all doing well too I know it's a hard time for everyone right now um and especially too also I want to talk about this I don't have the biggest platform I don't know how many people are listening to this or who's listening to this right now but I do have some type of small small little platform but if you're not informed on this i would just like to spread this news to you of the war that's been ongoing um between palestine and israel but it's starting to feel less and less like a war between the two and more so a war of israel on palestine um and if personally and my views don't have to be the same as yours but um I say free Palestine, like it's, it's really tragic to see what's been happening there. And I've been keeping up the news. Um, I've been reading a lot of articles on it, things that happen mainly from um, the nation. I feel like they've been the most um, unbiased, I guess, Um, mainly from the nation and I, or NPR, NPR is a big one. Um, A lot of NPR, like their podcasts on like, um, you know, news, things like that. And it, it's really tragic what's happening in Palestine um, during uh, that first week. Um, I believe it was starting October twenty sixth. Um, six days in in that week. Um, I I don't know if it was seven, but within six days of that first week, there were six thousand bombs from Israel to to Palestine. Six thousand bombs like that's about one bomb per every minute and a half and that's just that's insane it's it's really tragic what's happening there so if you're not informed on what's happening i would really recommend um you know you look into it and educate yourself on what's happening around the world and how you can help um, one thing though i have been reading on is that like so israel cut off water electricity um basically any type of needs food imports um anything that could help palestine right now blocking them out completely people aren't televising their news um on twitter elon musk is like blocking out certain words like they're really just trying to shut down any type of messages or anything um coming to palestine or from palestine um and they're not able to like receive donations like it's it's really really tragic and everyone um i encourage you to call for a ceasefire um i'm not i don't think i think you're able to call your your congressmen your representatives um but yeah it's really really tragic what's happening there um so i would Really, really, really encourage everyone to kind of look up on what's going on there because it's literally genocide. They're wiping out Palestinians as we know it. And history is just repeating itself. We've seen this before with um, Nazis and their genocide on Jews. And we've seen this with literally um, colonists on the genocide of Native Americans. That's still happening today. And it's happening in front of us. It's literally happening in Palestine. And it's really sad to see how dehumanized they become to the government to where, like, it's just, it's insane. And President Biden being like, America stands with Israel. No. No, we all don't. And I've listened to a lot of podcasts on this, and I've read a lot about it, and you know, a lot of, um, people in Israel are against what, what Israel is doing to Palestine, but, you know, and people in Palestine are against of like, you know, um, Hamas attack, you know? So it's like, you can't say like, you know, all, everyone is like in Israel is, is, you know, feeling one way or another, but, um, in Israel though, I will say a lot of posts, especially on like Twitter and TikTok, of like people being like oh you know just war days or like oh no the army didn't have gluten-free bread i'm gonna make them gluten-free bread that's their biggest issue right now i feel like those types of things are very insensitive i think you just have to be a horrible person to to post things like that while people are dying hundreds of people are dying every day every second every minute like it's really, it's really hard. It's really heavy. Um, you know, but I just hope, you know, Palestine can be free and, you know, it's, it's really hard. It's really hard. Even though like I'm not even, I'm not Palestinian. I have no ties, but I think it's, it's human to feel for that. You know, it's, it's, I feel like if you're not, like, if it doesn't affect you in some way, like, if it doesn't disturb you in some way what's going on, like, that's actually kind of insane. But, yeah, I just, I hope everyone can educate themselves on what's happening and, you know, do what you can to help out. Spread the word. Spread awareness. Because it's really sad. It, it's really sad what's happening there. It's really tragic and it should not be happening. But yeah the u.s is funding genocide that's it's insane and oh yeah boycott um big brands that um palestinians have highlighted for us to boycott it's like starbucks mcdonald's uh, like puma adidas i don't know if about adidas actually don't quote me on that one but puma i know um things like that um so yeah boycott starbucks boycott mcdonald's i will literally teach you how to make starbucks drinks at home i will literally send you the exact syrups that we use when we're not using our own or their own starbucks brands like i will literally teach you how to be a barista just don't go to starbucks actually um i've heard a lot of people going to phil's lately because phil's is actually like palestinian owned but yeah so that's that i don't know what else to say um I really want to have another episode soon and I really want to have another guest soon. So hopefully that happens. We'll see. But yeah. Free Palestine. I hope for their freedom. I pray for their freedom. And their safety. And yeah. um, That's that. I'm going to end the episode here. But, um, yeah, of course, if you guys ever want me to talk about something specific, you can just text me, DM me, you know where to find me. Um, and yeah, that's it. I'll end the episode here. I'm gonna eat and watch ATs and go to sleep, and I hope you guys have a great morning, a great night, great afternoon, whatever time you're listening to this at. Um, yeah, okay. And with that, bye-bye!